Yeah. I don't need no help. I can do this all by myself. Jason Statham. Hugh Grant. Colin Firth. And Boris Johnson. You're now listening to another edition of Step But somebody's got to do it, bloke. Oh my God. <laughs> and who better than us blokes to show you how it shall be finessed? Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just riding with it. This thing is reeling, I'm reeling off Boris fucking Johnson. Had like, no place in that list. The list was going fine. I was uh, like, why would you put a latex suit that's been left out in the sun for too long on a list with like other celebrities from the United Kingdom. Oh, this makes no sense. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna rock the hairdo for Halloween this year? No. No. Boris Johnson. Hey um, Thomas, when's the last time you was a head of state for Halloween? When Chris Rock won the presidency in 2002. <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Chris. AKA Sir Playmaker, uh, AKA Captain Fantastic. Okay, and it's Rich, AKA Rich Exclamation Point, AKA Orange Gatorade. Your boy Thomas, AKA Stimpy, AKA, you know, the Black Nessie. Yeah, who's going to MLS? <laughs> That's what a Y, y'all. Did you see? How much money and percentage of the American football franchise? For <laughs> okay, it's, Agbar. It, yeah, I was saying they get thirty five percent of that team. It's the trap. They said that about David Beckham when he left too, and they were like, "They ain't giving David Beckham no franchise for no fifty million dollars." And then what they do? Hey man, oh, no, the they had to give that million. franchise. They had to do that. But you think he gonna give up thirty five percent of that team to Messi? <laughs> it's a trap. Speaking of the franchise, boys, here come the sermon. Oh, here come the sermon. <laughs> the sermon from none other than Kendrick Lamar. Uh-oh. And I quote. 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 As I get out the Stella Artois. Because it's all in your eyes, most of y'all tell lies, most of y'all don't fade, most of y'all been advised. Last LP, I tried to lift up the black artists, but there's a difference between black artists and whack artists. Straight if I up. Slap a pussy, you make it look sexy. Yeah, let's Amen. skip that second line. But anyway, if I, I think it's time. Hard. <clears throat> We so really want to skip that one. That's why I said let's 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 not do that second line. Chris oh, could We're like let's not let's not say the fuzz line. I would like to say uh, there's a reason why Chris opened this podcast loose as shit with that British try. I guess I would say one to the blokes. And uh, in honor of. Downton Abbey, which I've never watched a second of, but I know it's the rage for all. I wanted to say, oh, no. I there's a movie coming out. <laughs> That's fuzzworthy, man. He said that with so much conviction. It's the rage with all. Is it not? It's first a of all, ain't that been a rage in a minute? When was the last time someone was the rage? <laughs> 
But I just thought it'd be a fun time to just talk about British movies in general. And by British, I mean Great Britain, not England specifically. You know, Ireland, Wales, Scotland, you're eligible as well. But not, you know, excluding Scotland, you. Northern Ireland. And, uh... Yeah, let's be clear. Northern Ireland. Because <laughs> Ireland itself does not want to be called Britain. In the least... Yeah, but I said UK as well. So it's all still the United Kingdom. Because let me tell you what, you don't see, you know, when they have the United Kingdom flag, I don't see separate flags. They're all flying under that banner. You know, it's weird. Anyways. I don't think Ireland uh, wants to save the Queen, but continue. Oh, yeah, no. They, Ar- they Ireland, like something else. <laughs> they specifically had wars. <laughs> keep, keep the Queen away from us. For how many centuries? <laughs> they had wars to say that. Uh, but anyway, I'm going first because it's my topics. Number five. I got five on it. Five. A little bit of a surprise for myself. I thought it'd be higher, but it's not. Number five from 2010. The King's Speech. Colin hey! Firth. Also my number five. Five alive. Oh, not mine, but continue. I you thought got, it was going to be, be much higher. Yep. And then it just wasn't. But it's not the movie's fault. It's a really good movie. Very enjoyable. Jeffrey Rush, you know, Colin Firth. Um, Helen the Bottom Carter. Thank you. I'm trying to think who else is in this. Oh, uh, Guy Pierce as the older brother. You know, there's a lot of people in this. It's directed really by good. Tom Hooper. This one best picture uh, as well, you know, never forget. But it's great. If you haven't seen it, high recommendation. They might have showed it to you in school, though, because I feel like this totally qualifies as a movie in speech class. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Teacher's hung over today. I'm going to put on King's Speech. Like, enjoy it. Reg, what do you want to say about it? I just, I love that movie, man. I love the dialogue. I love the, the, what I really loved is that it's people that's not so far away that I could tell, you know what I mean? Like, hey, that's the queen's daddy. <laughs> like, the queen we have today, that's her daddy. It's not like these are people from the time of knights and horses, okay? Carl Luxmith. <laughs> and I'm a, a big fan of the monarchy. Let's not forget, I watch the crowd. I watch everything about this goddamn woman. Yeah, it's a it's a good movie, you know. And it's just crazy to think that you know, Colin Firth is such a good person from you know a terrible lineage of people. You know, just he's to be the Firth mine. He did. Also, can we just for a minor moment talk about? Would you abdicate the throne to stay with a divorced woman? I don't care how like in love you are. Would you choose not to be king? And like, let's not forget, he also chose to sympathize with the Nazis. We're he didn't make great decisions in life. He was clearly not a smart person. <laughs> no. And I'm glad that he, in fact, did abdicate since he was the one over yes. here being like, Nazis are awesome. But... Shout out to I'm the man just, who actually became king, because if your big brother became king, we was all in trouble. <laughs> and we don't even live in your damn country. He's about to fuck it up for everybody. Speaking of fucking it up for everybody, Chris, what's your number five? Oh, yeah, I'm about fuck to do up, that right up, now fuck it up. fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Okay, yo, Gotti. <laughs> Let's take you back to 2002. As the plot follows a bicycle courier who wakes from a coma to find an accidental release of a highly contagious rage-inducing virus. Did somebody say rage earlier? Oh, rage. Okay. Causing a pandemic 
and led to the Breakdown Society. Jeez, that sounds like today. Instead, you get the movie 28 Days Later coming in at number five. Okay. I didn't think any of y'all would have even put that on your list. Shout out to but one of my favorite current actors. It is uh, actually my number 10. So How do you say name. his name? Chillian Murphy. Because I was going to say Killian. That's not a K. A lot of people say Killian, but he says Killian. I think he's yeah. Irish. I'm guessing. Or are you? Ask Saoirse <laughs> Ronan how to say Because his name, name. Is, his name is Murphy. So I'm, let's be clear. That's stereotype that's alert. Guessing. Stereotype alert. Stereotype Sounds alert. Irish to me, bloke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's this is a great movie. Uh, this actually is warm means not in terms of a horror movie, but in terms of a this scenario Slante, is actually terrifying. Instead of it being zombies, it's rage. So they sprint after you to murder you. It's it's you know. Crazy. Yeah, Thomas. I went and saw this at the drive-in. Shout out to Starlight Drive-in in Wichita. I went and checked out the Starlight. Also, yeah. uh, this movie's real brutal and realistic too. It's talking about like, oh man, we finally made it to this safe haven, and they're like, all right, guys, time for us to rape these people. Like, what? What? What world are we living in? It's like, oh man, hey, I told them, you know, it was all like 30 dudes and we're trying to save the world. And I was like, yeah, there'll be women. And I was like, uh, all y'all deserve to die. And thankfully, they all immediately do get killed. So, you know, the rape does not take place. But still, you're like, this is, and this is British movie. British people try to pretend like they're classy. And then movies like this show you they're not that classy, you know? No, not at all. You unclassy countries. <laughs> A very unclassy ass You know, I would suggest that Canada is probably pretty classy. You know, I would say like ask the indigenous people how classy they is. You know, I would suggest that like in terms of you know, maybe Luxembourg Greenland is gotta be the Iceland. country, right? Luxembourg, are you fucking kidding me? Monaco, pretty classy. Anyways, uh, Monaco. My number four. My number four. Speaking of Ireland, oh, uh, it's from 2016. It's a great film, phenomenal film. It's about a young teenage kid whose dad is Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, and his mom and dad are you know, in the recession. The recession of the 80s. So they got us in public school, which just means Catholic school. And when he goes, he meets a young lady that's very beautiful across the street, tries to impress her by telling her that he's in the band and she should come you know, shoot this music video with him. And she's like, all right, sure, I'll be there on the weekend. And then he's like, hey, man, we got to start a band. <laughs> like, it's, it's just a great movie. It's called Sing Street. You know, it's a small indie film. It's just, it came out the same year as La La Land. And, you know, La La Land got talked about by everybody. And Sing Street kind of went under the radar. But this is actually a better movie than La La Land. And this is actually not a full-on musical because they're in a band. They're singing for music videos. There's a purpose to their singing. Otherwise, they're just talking and acting. There's no, like, I'm in school, just going to randomly break out in the song. It's like, no, hey, man, we're going to go shoot this music video. And I'll sing while we're filming that, which makes sense. So not a musical, just a movie with music in it. Quite good. Uh, I don't think that you would know anybody in it besides play. You know Reggie loves poetry. 
there there is no poetry. It's just shout out the poetry. Snap a couple. It's times. like it's like a shout out to eighties. Like music, it's very, it's very like Duran Duran, uh, you know, Hollow Notes, like Bowie, yeah, yeah. that kind of style of music, because that's the era it's set in. And that's like who his influences are. So those, the music that they make are is similar to that. I would suggest everybody go watch it. It's such a feel good movie and uh, has nothing to do with the movie itself. But at the end of the movie, it just has a tag that just says four brothers everywhere. So I have two brothers. They should watch the movie. Maybe they'll feel a kinship and be like, man, I do love my brothers. All right. Shout, Shout out the four movie Four Brothers. brothers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will not shout out Tyrese. Anyways, Sing Street, number three. four. Reg, what's your four? Number four. What if I told you that David Bowie's son was a talented director? What if I told you he once made a sci-fi movie in 2009 starring Sam Rockwell and Fuzz Spacey? I'm talking about the one and only Moon. Coming in at number four. I fell in love with this movie. I think I saw it on Netflix. And it's one of the movies where I watched it and I had to watch it again a week later because the twist made me want to watch it from the beginning and see was they tricking me or did they drop little hints and stuff? I've and this hint is all throughout. Oh, also, this movie is incredible. You got to watch this movie. Also, I just want a simple question. I'm not going to nitpick it because I know Duncan Jones is British, but is Sam Rockwell British or is he Australian? And I shouldn't, I was not 100% on that. Or is he American? I know the movie is British because it was made in Britain by a British dude, British production yeah. company. I did but my yeah, research. No. It, is, and, it uh, is a good film. American yeah, actor. Okay. Okay, yes. Well. I was about to say, I, I figure I seen him in interviews speaking with American accent, but he ain't the, he would be the first. Bib. Okay. Shout out to Sam Rockwell, man. He's great at what he does. Yeah, no he always shout wins out Oscars. Man, he wins Oscars for playing a racist. Isn't that weird? Great at like, being a racist. You know? But speaking of the great being racist, so is Leo uh, DiCaprio. What's, what's your number four, Chris? I still ain't watched Django. Uh, number four. I don't know if this guy's racist. Let's not start it. <laughs> <laughs> but but he might be strange because he's in Doctor Strange. But he's in this movie as Alan Turing. Uh-huh. To be announced. Okay, well, my number three, I know for an absolute fact, my brothers don't have on their list because this film is classy and my brothers are not that. Uh, So my number three from 1938, what if I told you that Alfred Hitchcock... (laughs) I'm sorry, like... What is, like you act like movies? You know, movies I'm laughing at like Chris. In like the as soon as you said 1938, like, Chris blew up. <laughs> anyways, from 1938, in color, mind you. The uh, I know watching all these old ass movies on Turner Classic out here. Rebecca. <laughs> no, Rebecca is not my list. Uh, but what is on my list is The Lady Vanishes. Oh, okay. The Lady that, Vanishes. Yeah. <laughs> So where the lady go? You, what if I told you that 
you know, a nice young woman gets on a train just to head across the country and meets a wonderful older lady on the train. She does sleep, takes a nice nap. When she wakes up, the older lady's not there. When she starts asking everybody, hey, where'd that nice old lady go? I'm just have dinner with her. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? There was literally no old lady. Like, you are batshit crazy. Like, have you heard the term gaslighting? Because this entire train is on this level. Like, we have never seen this old lady. And it's just, you know, her trying to figure out what happened, what's going on. And counts for British, because even though Hitchcock came over to America in his later career, in 1938, uh, I mean, uh, Vanessa Redgrave's dad, you know, Vanessa Redgrave is... Am I supposed Max. to know that? She plays Max in the first uh, Mission Impossible movie. The we Red know Man. who Vanessa Redgrave is. Yeah. Who's her dad? It's, I don't know. Bro, this movie came out in 1938. It's a Hitchcock film. Back then, the director was bigger than the movie, like, actors. Oh, okay. It wasn't no stars in it. So, I mean, like, I'm looking Britain at... Britain had the stars back then. Let's see. It is yeah. Margaret Lockwood is the person that plays the main... Actress, that's Iris. Margaret, Lockwood. Margaret. Then, uh, Michael Redgrave is uh, okay. Dad. Michael, put some respect on his name. It also stars Paul Lucas and May Whitty. Yeah, like these are all like all these photos, with the exception of one, are in black and white. People are old, Chris. You don't watch anything that came what out. Do they have because they didn't have token Negroes in their movie. What do they have token Scottish people. Who do they have as the token people in their movie? Indians. They're on and, a train. And not our There's not a minority in this movie. It's a British film set in Britain. Like, there's only British people on the, the Remember train. Who, the, who the enemy was in Gandhi? The enemy is right there. <laughs> anyway. It, it was Britain. Y'all should watch it. It's great. No, Don't press. listen to my ignorant brothers. You know, go enjoy Yeah, film. be classy. Go watch a movie in the 30s. Nigga, you watched uh, Wizard of Oz. That movie came out before oh. this movie came out. So I was stop supposed it. to watch Lizard of Oz. There was never a day I actually raised my hand and say, can we go rent this movie? The okay, Lady well, Vanishes. I'm literally not listening to you. Shout All right, Reg. The Lady Vanishes. What's your number three? Lady Speaking vanishes. of ladies vanishing, I can't think of one lady in this movie, but it's one of my favorite movies by one of my favorite directors. And I couldn't believe it when I saw it on multiple lists. I was very happy. We talk about 2017's Dunkirk. Also, one and only. my number three, Christopher Nolan. Oh shout my out. god! And yeah, can Harry we give a, a special shout out to the sound engineer? Oh, that movie! Oh, that movie made you move in the theater, didn't it? And, and, I mean, and, I'm gonna let, and I'm gonna let Reggie talk some more about it. But yes, I actually had to leave the movie theater at one point because the sound effects was getting to me. I literally was having anxiety attacking that mug, thinking I was in war. That's how bad Man. it was. I remember you telling us about that when it happened. Yeah, I, I literally it. like I felt like I was like I got to step out for a second, and then I went back in there and finished it. But yeah, that's how crazy that movie was. And that so was like the it, movie. That was like at the beginning of the movie too. That was like thirty minutes in or something. Oh, was, okay. They don't mess that around movie this movie. Is no. great. Is great. But there are two things that bug me in the movie, and only two things. The first one is Tom Hardy's plane. They're like, bro, how much gas do you have? Like, yeah. how are you? You got your plane got shot at the beginning of the film, and you were going down, and it's the end of the film, and you're still going down. Like, what are we? You made and you know, you know what Christopher Nolan wanted to say. This nigga had the audacity to say, yeah, that, that that uh Tom Hardy part only was like actually it was five minutes. 
he was just seeing it over various parts. And I was like, nah, nigga, when you kept cutting back to it, that minute was happening at that time, which means he was in the air the whole time we wasn't watching him. You're not allowed to say, oh, yeah, y'all, that, that wasn't as long as y'all think it was. Yeah, no, it, it, it was. <laughs> it was. And the, the only other thing that bugs me is very small thing. I don't, just children being in, around war. Like, what this, like, this one kid, you know, poor idiot, stupid kid. It's like, you know. Don't leave that man, that soldier in that boat alone. Didn't your dad say to watch that soldier and not leave him no, alone? Cecilia like, Murphy. Hey man, yeah. I'm gonna leave this kid. I'm gonna leave this kid, the soldier alone, so I can come back and he'll be dead. What? Like you had one job to take care of this man and you failed. And it just bugged me because I was like, bro, why are you on the boat if you don't? The only thing I didn't like about the movie is the ending. It just kind of ended. Oh yeah. It was like, <laughs> I don't know how to wrap this up. It Let's was just, just like end. I delivered this thing and that's it. I'm like, okay. And then two. Why does he look like Mark Ogden's son on ESPN FC? <laughs> <laughs> With the grill and everything. Savage. The whole time I watched it, like, this is like Mark Ogden out here. A young Mark Ogden well, yeah, out here man. trying to carry on this damn letter. If but you yeah, like being my brothers, the the end. and you fuck with the war, you definitely need to see this movie, man. Yeah, for yeah. all my warheads out there. And this is the first movie, this is the first movie just from my perspective that I could think of, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like the first movie I watched that actually had that little single, whatever you're talking about, the little single camera one for the whole movie. Oh, like the one-shot thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, besides the Birdman movie. That's like the only movies I know off the top of my head that I watched that's like that. Uh-huh. I think you mixing it up with 1917. 1917, yeah, you're mixing Dunkirk in 1917. Yeah, I ain't watched 1917. 1917. He's the one with the one shot. What the Dunkirk one, the whole got one, a bunch of edits and stuff. Yeah, but in terms of the one, oh yeah, scenario, 19, yeah, 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 yeah. I am getting those confused. My bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, my number two. Speaking of getting things confused, my number two is quintessential British, quintessential humor. One of the funniest movies you'll ever see in your entire life. Okay. What if I? What if I told you? Jesus wasn't born in that manger, but actually the one next door. My number two is Monty Python's The Life of Brian. Come on. Okay, you picked The Life of Brian. Oh, yeah, I, I prefer this so much more than Holy Grail and all the others. This is so This is so funny. Just it from... Oh, it's so great. From, you know, look on the bright side of life. Yeah, this is one of the movies that changed my life when I went to college and started hanging around a certain type of people I didn't really spend a lot of time with before. Who is that, Reggie? I Did learned about this. Out? I learned about Bob Dylan. I learned about various things that I needed to be put on. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but but who were those people that helped you out in that time? You know, my friends, my buddies. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, but, well, how would you refer to them? If you were going to reference them as a group, what would you refer to them as? I am not keeping any of his in here, so you don't even have to worry about that. Uh, <laughs> None of that though, touches the earth. The funniest thing about this film, though, is that it's it. People would. I wasn't alive in 1979. Chris was just being born. I wasn't even thought yet. But people would argue, religious people. Oh, this is blasphemous. And this is you know such a horrible thing. No, it, if you watch it, it, does not say anything bad or speak down on religion in any way, shape, or form. The whole premise is that people are mistaking him for the Messiah. He's constantly, I'm not the Messiah. That's exactly what the Messiah would say. Like, it's just, this movie is so well thought out, so smart. And unlike Monty Python and the Holy Grail, this movie has an ending. So that's why I like it better, you know? I prefer movies that end with an actual ending, not just, you know, with 
the police showing up because the movie ran out of you know what doesn't have an ending. Eternal life to Jesus Christ. Well, speaking of eternal life, Reggie, what is your number two? My number two. (laughs) This life wasn't eternal, but it touched a lot of people. We talk about in 2014, Benedict Cumberbatch played the one and only Alan Turin in the Imitation Game. Okay. What a great what was, fucking movie. What man. was he imitating? Clocks? No. <laughs> they was imitating the code. The, the uh, Enigma. Uh, the Enigma code. The Enigma machine. Okay. The German yeah. machine, right? That, yeah, yeah it was the, the Enigma machine. They, they code machine. We talked about the war. Yeah, exactly. Like he was the one trying to crack the code for the like super notorious German, you know, enigma that was right. impossible to solve. The country. What did they do? What an acting toward the force. Oh, y'all want to talk about what they did to him after that? Oh, oh yeah, really they like, don't. <laughs> I mean, they, they castrated the man. They they killed him. If you think about it, he they he kind of died because they castrated him, right? A hundred percent. And why did they do that? Because this man was gay. That's all. Yep. No crime. But they were like, nah. You literally saved the entire world. this was world. back when? The 30s or the 40s? Yeah. It had to be mid-40s, late 40s when this happened. Is Fuck with the war? Horrible. Horrible. But speaking of horrible, Chris, what's your number two pick? No. I didn't think this movie was horrible. I thought it was thoroughly entertaining. Shout no out the blokes. I like to be entertained by the blokes still. Okay. A bloke from Stoke. Okay. But this movie took place in London Town. Yeah, on the West End. Oh, South Side, I think. South Side. Now to Kingsman, the Secret Service coming in at number two. Okay, great movie, great action. Shout Just to, to be clear. Just to be clear, Eggsy would be from the South Side, but the actual Where's Kingsman, Harry from? the I'm rich place, Harry. They don't say Harry. That's Harry. that's definitely West London. Might not be full on Chelsea. Too, oh, why? Because he has West class. London. Because they have class. They're in West Did London. Because he put his pinky it, up. It, it looked tailored. like the most expensive place that they could possibly go to, and yes, that would be West London. So I would say, yeah, Chelsea. He was territory. tweeted up, if you will. You know, <laughs> he went to the haberdashery. Okay. Oh. Okay. He definitely had a cobbler. Hey, Thomas, what was the status in the movie? What was whose status? His status, because don't, they don't say status. His status. Oh, well. I learned fairness, that from Dan Thomas the other day. Eggsy was uh, nothing, but. The he was, was a hood. Is that what they called him? A hood? I don't, I don't think uh, that, because there was. There's a yard boy, them. So I would assume, I would presume that Colin Firth was just a... He was a bad lad. Or, yeah. or, he was a bad lad. No sleeping in the streets. Well, it's a sir or make, a lord. Well, it's talking to make it. <laughs> you can't just steal accents from territories that Britain used to invade and say that it counts as a British accent. It's not how that works. Colonialism! All right. Well... Speaking of colonialism, it's time for my number one. Oh, I bet this is touching all colonialism. Aline Knight. (laughs) My number one. This movie came out in 1957. And what if I told you 
that British prisoners of war decided that they weren't going to just build a bridge. They were going to build the greatest bridge that ever existed. And then right when the important train drove across it, they were going to blow that bridge up and destroy and kill every single person that was on that train. I'm talking about the story of the bridge on the river Kwai starring Alec Guinness. Among others. Night. This what movie looked like J. Jonah Jameson in that picture. Hey, that's Obi-Wan Kenobi you're talking shit about with that mustache. <laughs> I would like to say that he about to get Spider-Man an Phenomenal. This film is so good. This is what true acting you is. You look like JK. <laughs> it's a it's a true story as well. Very inspiring. Very, very moving. I would say watch it. If you've seen, you know, films like uh Bridge or uh, Alcatraz, Escape from Alcatraz, or um What's the one with Steve McQueen jumping the uh, motorcycle over the fence uh, at the camp? Gosh darn it. Uh, that, those are, Stars of Mr. Stallone? Nah, but what was the POW movie in Vietnam? I remember that movie. Hanoi Hilton or something. Hanoi Hotel. The Deer Hunter? Anyway, I suggest watching Persian River Kwai. I was forced to watch it in high school, and I was thoroughly enjoying it by the end. Uh, did not feel forced to watch it the second day I came into class. This movie is only like two hours. It's very good. And like I said, it's a true story. So it's always worth finding out information or tidbits about, you know, the Great War and seeing, you know, things that made a difference that you didn't even know about. I very much recommend it. War. Who? Good God, y'all. What's up, my nigga? Oh. It's y'all, not you all. So now it's my number one, ladies and gentlemen. One. And I'm going to take you to the year 2000. Where Guy Ritchie decided to make a movie with Jason Statham, Brad Pitt, and Vinnie Jones. I'm talking about the one, the only, Snatch. Snatch. You call me a fucking pikey? A real Reggie type movie, man. I love, love that movie. Reggie loves watching dogs swallow giant diamonds and having to wait for them to poop them out. It's just like his favorite. It's basically like the the British Pulp Fiction, man. I dig it the most. It's quite enjoyable. Hey, shout out to Vinnie Jones, who played Albanian in Law and Order Organized Crime the other season. He played professional football. He did. Not well, though. Didn't he Not play well. with uh? Didn't he play with uh? Robbie Earl? Well, he was the uh, goon. He was oh, the he one that was, he was the goon. I, was, uh, <laughs> I would love to see him play soccer because he looked like he don't look like he he looked like he's more of a boxer than a soccer player. That's for sure. Okay, they said John they asked, Terry. I was watching. Stop it. John Terry was quality. <laughs> I would say it was so Racist. great because Bravo was on ESPN FC and they were asking him one time like. Oh, uh, who were like was the, the hardest or worst opponent to have to face or whatever? And he was like, he said one answer that was like for skill and quality. And then he was like, and the other spectrum, I would say uh Vinnie Jones, because he just was always wanted to, he was just looking for red cards. He was just out here trying to hurt people. He didn't care. You know, you'd be in the tunnel and just elbow you in the side and be like, that's the first one. Like, you know, he would just be out here trying to uh, hurt people. I, I wouldn't have played, I wouldn't have played soccer back then. Not in them days. You know, I was it sounds like over there in the face. <laughs> it have been like, we ain't having it. All right, though. Chris, one. One. One, one. Let's take it back to 2008 when I was 29. 
another movie with Jason Statham. Based on a 1971 Baker Street robbery. Okay. The bank job coming in at number one. Number one. You know I love a good robbery movie. It's a good Yeah, that's a a great heist movie, man. It really is quite good. It's enjoyable, you know. Nah, I don't know if it'll be number I like one. Jason Statham, so that got me to watch it. But then actually find out it was a true story, that's crazy. So I definitely wanted to check it out. I'm so surprised at Thomas's list. No, you are not. I was expecting to see at least one. Nigga is your favorite. <laughs> is that your uh, favorite, Thomas? Is I'm what talking about James Bond. I thought we was going to oh, see at least one James Bond movie. I got one uh, on the honorable mentions, but I let's be real. Those movies are great, but we're talking about individual stuff, not like the whole. And the James Bond movies, there's a few good ones. Oh, so it's not that great. Yeah, no, I'm saying I, I agree. Love, no, I'm saying I love <laughs> You James didn't make Bond. the British list. I haven't done my honorable mentions yet. Like, it didn't make the top five. Hey, hey, you said I'm, you like the Sean Connery. Hey, I, first off, Roger Moore is my favorite Bond. I said that always. So that would be rated higher. Is Secondly, second, you Craig? They're all British. I think. Yes. And on top of that, I'd like to point out to you. That in the history of films made by an entire country, you can't be all here being salty. If we were like, oh, okay, Chris, what are the greatest films ever made by America? And you're going to be like, oh, bro, it's number one. Denzel is making that list. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I can have a franchise. You can't sell me this whole time about how great James Bond is. And then we get to his own country <laughs> and you can't even make the top five. That, literally, okay. I don't see how, like, I can enjoy a franchise and, and be like, oh, man, this is great. And haven't done my honorables yet. So you're like, oh, it's not the top five. How do you say you're a fan of that? It's like okay. when we was doing top five superheroes, and I was like, all right, honorable mention, Batman. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, it's not, it happened. It could happen. References. No, it, yeah. it could happen, but if you, if, if Reggie this whole time is saying Batman is my favorite superhero, he's the best <laughs> one of all time, and then we get to the list of superheroes, he's like, honorable mention, Batman. Like, what? Okay, can I, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Can something be your favorite? And not be a ten. Like it's possible that like is my Scarface favorite James Bond my, films. Is, is Scarface my favorite movie of all time? Yeah, is it a ten? There ain't no accolade movie. <laughs> it, but my point is exactly. So you're not gonna have you gonna have Scarface in your top five American films of all time? Yes. Well, your yeah. list is wrong. That's what I'm yes. saying to you. Is your list because is clearly wrong at that point? For? You're asking me for my list. You're not asking me to guess the top five list from everybody else. Exactly. And you asked, and I said, this is my list. These are my top five. Hey, your list, you're going to have James Bond in the top five. Let's you haven't that. seen, <laughs> first off, Let's you haven't that seen. Let's get to with your you one James seen, Bond. <laughs> I don't even know if you've seen one. You've seen a King's Speech. Hey, you you haven't seen a single other film, one, Chris. Man. Sorry. You haven't, Chris, you haven't seen four of my five films. So I you can not. do what the. Whatever it says, and that's shut the fuck so up. You can't talk you to him until you, uh, oh, so you watch the Lady okay. Benedict. You're right. Like, I've right. literally watched every one of the films on your list. You haven't seen any of the ones on mine. So I don't understand right. how you're going to try to judge all my right, list. Let me hear what, these honorable bitches so I can go watch these too. 
What we need to Myra make clear Lincoln. first is that you say the Lady Vanishes better than Eddie James Bond movie. Yes. <laughs> Name me a director better than Alfred Hitchcock that has been in a, a James Bond film. Who has directed a James Bond film that's on Alfred Hitchcock's level? Fucking nobody. So what are you talking about? Hitchcock is top three directors of all time, and you want to sit there and say that a Tom James Hooper. Bond film is supposed to be better? Like, get the fuck out of here. Anyways, my honorable mentions are Love Actually, From Russia with I Love, is a James Bond film. Oh my God, go fuck yourself. I got Hot Fuzz, an Edgar Wright film. I got Get Carter, the original, with Michael Caine. And 28 Days Later as my last one. Okay, I got in my honorable mentions the same amount as Thomas does because in 2012 I got Skyfall. And then 2011 Attack the Block. 2014 X Machina. 2004 Layer Cake. Can we, yeah, can we go back for a second? That film is called X Machina. Okay, I must have wrote it down wrong then because I wrote. Oh, I guess it would be spelled the also, same way. Yeah. Also, can we all take a moment? Not a single actor in that film is British. Gleason's Irish, so I'll give you that. But Alicia Vikander is Swedish. I was correct on that one. And Oscar Isaac is Americano. So I'm basing it off of who made the movie, not who acted in. It's fine now. Alice Garland's great, so I'm not going to judge. I mean, I based my love movie. I was based in Britain. As long as now, you ain't doing nothing too scary. What is the, your other honorable self? That was four. After X Machina. Oh, Lair Cake. 2004, Lair Cake. Shout out to James Bond. Starring Daniel Craig prior to being James Bond, but he was drug dealing James Bond. The only James Bond I like. Chris, what are your honorable mentions? All right, let me start with the two that I watched Love Actually and Bridget uh, Jones Diary. You said the two that you watched. You're about to have honorable mentions. You can't have you honorable mentions you never seen. Oh, well, I guess that's it. I was going <laughs> to put... What you about to say? Well, because other ones I've seen uh, bits and pieces of, but I ain't watched all the way through. Like, I've seen bits and pieces of Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Great movie. Bits and pieces of Snatch. And I can't remember if I've seen Train Spotting or not. Oh, you will remember. <laughs> you will remember. <laughs> And for the record, I will not put Train Spotting on my list because that movie is fucking disgusting. And no, you're wrong. They attacked I that. me. That's the point. They attacked me. Can't do it. Hey, Chris. I oh. I hate that director just like I hate Boots Riley. Don't do that to me. Exactly. Now, for the record, you can also cut this out if you want to, but. Where's the if most disgusting? The most disgusting. Come on, man. We're not doing this. I just really, man, we could. I'll try to give you the transition right there, man. Nope, we're not doing that either because all (laughs) that is getting cut out. (laughs) Well, speaking of imperialism, it's time for Kung Fu Kenny. You know, King Kendrick. Let's, uh... Let's jump into this one, you know. In honor Let's light of, our candles of Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Get your favorite rug. Get your prayer beads, some oil. Okay. Get a rug. Throw it get down. Your frankincense. Get you a stool with a pillow on it. Frankincense and myrrh. 
Put your rhyme Ooh. book on one of those little song note reading pedestals. Like, you, little, in, like you in a verse orchestra. Play some smooth <laughs> jazz in the background, you know? Oh, wrong, man. I love you, Kenny, man, but you, okay, you know what you're doing. So, so for those who don't know, the new album just dropped Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers last weekend. And I figured this would be a great way to talk about Kendrick Bar by ranking his albums. Slash songs, yes. And I, uh, I think that's great. Because it gives me a chance to shit on this new album. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's all right. Yeah, before yeah. we get started, just so y'all know, I think it's a good album, but it's not this classic that y'all trying to feed me. Don't stop that. Yeah. Not well, stop overhyping it. First time and it sounded great. Don't give me that classic shit. It's not a classic. But speaking of classics, Chris, what's your number five? Number five. Five. Stressed out, stressed out, stressed out. Mr. Morale, the big step. To be announced. Okay, well, my number five. Steph is going to love like, this. <laughs> I feel like Reggie's going to get ready with that, that to be announced again. Because my number five, uh, well, I would say, is you know, Kendrick stepping on the scene. He's like, let me shut off that K dot, K dot, that guys, and let me talk about. Types of housing that exist. I'm just trying to give Reggie a to chance to thank you. Housing. My number five. He crept up to it, man. He kept letting us know. Just a few songs at a time. Like y'all know what I really want to do is just skid it to death and poem it to death. And in this album, he did it. And y'all loved it. We talk about 2015's The Pimp a Butterfly. To be announced. I'm sorry, Steph. Anyways, Chris, what is your number four? Number four. I can dig rapping. Put <laughs> a rapper with a ghost rider. What the fuck happened? To Pimple Butterfly coming in at number four. Let me just piggyback on is? you. Because oh, my okay. number four is also to Pimple Butterfly. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it's it's a lot of skits. A lot of skips. Man. You know, let's be honest. Another album that everybody says. That's it. There's a lot of people who say this is his best album. They're wrong. Yeah, they love <laughs> it. People love skits. It's like, I, I want to say... From the bottom of my heart, the only person I personally know that says this is Kendrick's best album is a Caucasian friend I have. So I feel like that that person would be more open oh, to call poetry. Him what you called him earlier. And so he he knows that. Well, I feel like when Kendrick put this albums, album out, the, 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 the reason why they're four and five is just because it was like, how could I be like Andre Three Thousand? That's what these albums remind me of. I tell you what, what I did with the Pimp Butterflies, the same thing I did with what I'm about to say is my number four, which is Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I just made my own goddamn playlist. Like, I'm getting rid of all the extraordinary shit. I don't need it. You can have your candlelight dinner to yourself. Give me the jams. And once I had the jams, man, the jams. The problem is the tape be like eight songs long, man. 
Mm-hmm. Now you mm-hmm. got an EP. Okay. Because you don't want to hear. But I understand, people. man. Do your thing, man. I know people like you. It's like, hey, man, you wanted to get your feelings out here. I would argue, go to a you know, you know, cafe. Like are you the group okay. with them? Open mic cafe. <laughs> you are and then too. Put out actual rap songs on an album, but that's me. You know. We know what's going to happen if we let these niggas in the booth by themselves. This album, to me, 100% made me be like, oh, Kendrick, you're just like a new Erica Badu. You aren't really a rapper. You're just out here putting Damn, out spoken words. Damn, you say he ain't a rapper. Stuff. Damn. Damn. <laughs> and you going to call him Eric Badu? Damn. That's how I felt <laughs> listening to these new albums. I'm like, bro, you, were, you go so hard. Can we please do that? Can we stick with that? Yeah. Like, you know, I enjoy grooving. That's why. We about to get the grooving in these next three tapes. <laughs> Chris, what's your number three? Yeah, let's get the grooving, man. Number three. And I just got up on this today. I was very, I was highly pleased. I'm mad that nobody really stressed on me to say, you need to go listen to this. I did. Today. I did. Not back in them days. Oh, uh, we was jamming this all the time, playing FIFA. It was our FIFA tape. Oh, I don't remember that. And you was around. But well, shout you out didn't to live Section in Section 80 city. coming in at number three. Okay. Tell him the jam. to the face. Fuck that. And I don't have to, to be announcing because it's also my number three. Yay. Yeah, it was my this, five. This is a tribe called Quest Kendrick, and I loved it. Okay. ADHD is one of his best songs. Oh, yeah. That's the song I always knew. I didn't know it was on that album. That was crazy. I always knew that song, but didn't know that was on that album. Hold up is a classic song. Rigor Mortis. Yes. Yeah, great <laughs> joints on there, man. This is like my song is blow my high. A year or two after I came back to Wichita from K-State. Hey, hold up. You forgot to pimp your top three songs for the other albums. Are you gonna save those for the honorables? Yeah, oh uh, yeah. For the pimp butterfly hat, all right. King Kuta and Hood Politics. For Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, I had Silent Hill, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, and Count Me Out. And then for Section 80, I got ADHD, Hold Up, and Rigor Mortis. All right, well, it's time for my three. Three! And guess what? I think outside the box, unlike my two brothers. Trace. My number three. You know, missing with that bullshit, that bullshit. I put the Black Panther out album for my number three Kendrick album. Fuck, fuck both of y'all. The man curated and picked all the songs. It's on Five and Hoes. This Those wasn't my fun. topic, so I can't say if it's allowed or not, but how do you feel, Chris? I want to Enrique him, but I got that as honorable mention, so I ain't going to do that to him. Oh, exactly. So first we off, actually going to count that as a Kendrick tape, man. Come I'll, on. It, first off, when you go to look up Kendrick's tapes, guess what? It literally pulls up in the fucking rose with all the other tapes like it counts it's that's the only tape. thing because they do yeah but it's funny because they have scissor next to it too like it's her tape <laughs> that's because they made it together they I both won the award i personally counted as a soundtrack but I'm when they won the go. oscar they both got it i don't give a fuck like kendrick says oh, i don't give a fuck if we're talking about kendrick tapes that we bumped this is the third highest bump. Right. Let me guess. Let me guess. Your three favorite right. songs on there don't involve Kendrick. Incorrect. 
incorrect. I just said King's Dead, All the Stars. Uh, I didn't do like Reggie, so I didn't think about three straight songs for each album. So I can't off the top of my head think of uh, another one right now. But my dad well, Michael could be Jordan instrumental. I saw King's the paramedic dead. on there. I said King's Dead, definitely number one. And then, like, yeah, All the Stars also slams. But, anyways, uh, I feel like we're going to have redemption. We're going to have the same two, yeah. same two uh, albums. The for question our is two. the order. That's my thought, too. So, Chris, it's your topic. Why don't you lead us in? What's number two? Number two. I remember syrup sandwiches and grandma allowances for nestling with my counters on salt men to counterfeits. Damn, coming in at number two. It's also my number two. Yeah, buddy. I got some theories and suspicions. <laughs> yeah, that y'all is my favorite song out there. Uh, uh, my shit on there is I like Element. Yeah, I got Element. Love. Uh, love. Interesting. I like loyalty. Loyalty. Uh, loyalty. loyalty. That's why it's number two, man. That's a hell of a tape, man. And my favorite song on there is Fear. Mm. If I could smoke fear away, I would motherfucker. Like yeah, that that y'all like when y'all hear me say groove on this uh on this show, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's a groove. That's buzzing. That's my favorite kind of music. Radar is buzzing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That beat is cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. That's heaven, right? That's cruising in the car music. Exactly. Well, I'm glad that we are in sync. So let's jump into the you know unanimous number one uh, tape then. If pie rules and crips and all get along, they probably got me down by the end of the song. Seems like the whole world go against me. Every time I hear the street, I hear yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to hop out, do my thing, then I'm going to hop back in. That's <laughs> it. I want to know where you stay. I want to know. Where your, where your grandma, grandma stay. I want to know where your grandma stay. Matter of fact, get in the back seat. Hey, Good man. kid, Bad City, number one, baby. I just like to say, you know, with absolute certainty, this is number one. It's, it's it slaps from so many down. grooves, so many jams, poetic justice, money trees. Come Thanks, on, Steve, man. This what, don't so kill my song? vibe. Is that your third song, Reg? Yeah. Those are three. See, I would definitely take Art of Peer Pressure 100%. Can't keep that off. Uh, take Mad City. Uh, How about? How but yeah, dude. Hell yeah, swimming pools. But, but, but for real, that Art of Peer Pressure slaps so hard. I hit the oh, back okay. windows in search of any Nintendos, DVDs, plasma screen TVs in the right. Uh, and I, everything about that song, you know? He hit me hard with that <laughs> swimming pools, man. That was the first Touched my song spirit. that really blew my, like, blew into my world. And white Plano America was oh, swimming pools. Nah, you know? shout, out, shout out to Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, but do I like the remix better? Gotta give a shout out to Money Trees. Gotta give a shout out to Mad City. 
swimming pools for sure. I used I to think like Moneytree is the first time I heard J Rock. I'm real. I'm real. I used to like yeah. that song. That was just a hell of a tape. That was just play that thing. It wasn't overly skidded. It wasn't exactly. poetic. But even the skits were cool. That was like one of the last albums. The and they was cool. quick. Like an outcast tape. You didn't you know get out that skit. Don't lay in there. You can get out that skit and literally take it out of that whole tape listing. Unless it's the minstrel show when I was proven wrong. That's the only Ooh. tape that's allowed skits. Every other tape. The greatest tape of all out. time. Get your skits out of your tape. Like literally. Put it, you know what you can do? Do what he won't do in CDs. Just put like nine seconds of silence and count it as a track. Don't waste my time with a skit. That's just half of the skits you think of are terrible. And I don't want to listen to them for eternity. Stop that. You got something you want to say? Say it at the beginning of the beat. Yeah, or just put it in a separate song that I can skip 24-7. Or like Reg says, take it out the tape so that way it's eight songs long like it needed to be. Amen. Shout out to the Clips for always keeping their tape short because they didn't need that extraneous. So I'll double back because I didn't mention the songs on some of the other albums. So I'm Mr. Morale and the Big Stepper. My songs on there is Silent Hill. Okay. Purple Hearts. Okay. Shout out uh, Ghostface. Is that, that's the Ghostface song, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I like Auntie Diaries. I thought it was a, okay. That was definitely a great, like, it was a different message I was not expecting, but I like how you weave the story in there. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Savior. Yeah. Savior is good, yeah. too. I like Savior. Y'all named all the Shout out to Daddy time. Issue. No, Daddy Issue. Named all the songs. Savior, yeah. I... Father Tom. I think it's Father Tom. <laughs> and then if I go oh, back to... Not what's that, uh... the other one? What's the other one I didn't do? Uh... You need... You did... Your song oh, Pimp Butterfly. Yeah, Pimp Butterfly. My number one song off of that, that, that tape, 100%. Damn, not all right. No. Black and the Berry. The Black and the Berry is my number one song off of that tape, 100%. Damn, not all right. No. Black and Berry slaps Hood so politics hard. was my shit. Yeah, hood politics. But that tells you how good it is. All three of us got different songs we slapped on every Every tape, you know, it's a good blend. It's still so number five, no disrespect. And before I slap but, Black uh, Panther, I'm slapping the Untitled I got that as my number six before Fuck I'm this. slapping Fuck. Mr. Morale again. That Untitled actually has three songs on it. That slap. Untitled but can we all ridiculous. agree? Can we all talk and agree that we neither none of us go and listen to Overly uh, Dedicated? Like, that's a tape where I was like, could, couldn't tell you about it. Could not. I did not go back and listen to that. He wasn't even. He was still uh, K Dot for that, wasn't he? Or was he? Different? Yeah, that's no. He was still K Dot. That's why I said. Yeah, I haven't listened like to any K Dot music. I'm not that deep a fan, man. <laughs> well, okay. hey, Reggie. Speaking of creeping up behind you, I was wondering why you picked this for your topic. Okay, because it's born day is headed our way. Shout out to the one and only. He is risen. He is risen. He is risen. <laughs> the God Himself, oh Biggie Smalls, the Notorious B.I.G. Oh my gosh, man. And we gonna break down his top five songs now. This is gonna be interesting. Let's be honest. He only had two part. tapes, but in between those two tapes, he probably had like thirty classics. So I wouldn't be surprised if we have fifteen different songs. 
I would. also wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if we had the same five songs. But we shall see. Okay. I think we will have four similar songs. Well, I think I have four songs that you guys would be like, yeah, I can respect that. And I think I, I got one, one song that y'all won't have. I think I, I have one sure. song, one song that y'all will claim is an Enrique, but I want everybody to understand I was born in the year 1990. I got a feeling one. Okay, let me clear Reggie. my throat. Me, hey, me, me. hey, Thomas, I got a feeling one of Reggie's songs is going to get fuzzed. <laughs> well, speaking of getting fuzzed, Reg, what's your number five? My number five. You must be used to me spending. He can't win it on top. And all that sweet wine and the dining. But I'm fuzzy you to die. We talk about the one and only. Notorious B.I.G. featuring the one and only. Fuzz, Fuzz Kelly. How did, how should I even say? I would just say it. Fuck you tonight. From the album Life After Death. Now y'all Take can pretend laugh. that you hey Chris, you can pretend that wasn't your jam if you want to, but that was the motherfucker. Oh, uh, we had a dance, we had a dance to it at the club. We we came for it. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to the class of 97 cast out hey, running with the club, man. We was doing quit playing with that had to nonsense. Quit playing with that had to. Chose to. You chose to dance to that at the club. They created one. They had their own special dance. Nah, he wasn't Fuzz Kelly to us then. He was the king R&B then. Oh, okay. He was the one like T-Mike. Let's stop the... You know it's the jam. Shout out to Big Man. Were you also bumping AJ nothing but a number? And Thomas, we still play back and forth by Leah. So yeah. Yeah, you can play back and forth by Leah. I you can't play AJ nothing but a number by Fuzz Why not? I mean, he what produced, mean, why not? He produced and wrote all these songs. So it don't matter what song you sing. What, what if his mom was telling you him no? But his body, but his body, his okay. body, his his body is telling him yeah. just using his excuse to keep singing some of his songs. So we can go slide on over to the number five song with you, Thomas. Actually, you would be next, Christopher. Well, let me be next then. Number <laughs> five. Fuzz Kelly ain't on this one. Uh-oh. And I quote. Your reign on the top is short like leprechauns. Leprechauns. I'm call Willie's thugs and rapidons. Get in it as quick, fast like Ramadan. It's the rap phenomenon. Fuck Papa. Gotta call me Francis M.H. White and take like tokes. Toe iron. Kick in the door. Coming in at number five. Okay. Kick in the door. Wave in the four four. All oh, you heard, heard was Papa. Papa. Hit me no more. Biggie. Okay. Shout out to DJ Premier on the beat. That's on the Life After Death. Definitely a classic, man. That's one of those. Look, Saint Thomas didn't believe me, man. We had towards fifteen different songs, man. Yeah, because yeah. I know Thomas don't think come so. with a single. Come on with it, Thomas. Come <laughs> with a single. Yep. <laughs> no, Thomas single gonna Thomas. hit you. Look, like I said, Thomas born in the year nineteen ninety. So I don't listen to Biggie like that, and I. Was definitely not allowed to listen to his tapes because my father. 1937. Continue. Okay. You goddamn right, I can, because those I was not prevented from listening to. Anyways, uh, my number five. It was all a dream. 
I used to read Word Up Magazine. Thank you. When he said he was born in 1990, I thought he was gonna name some shit. (laughs) Okay, but yeah, that that song came out in 19. No, it was probably like 96. No, I'm saying like I don't know his back catalog. I'm not pulling any fucking like deep cuts, Biggie. You think it was earlier than 96? Yes, it was earlier than 96. What was it like? 94. Hello. (laughs) What year was it? Had to be 93, 94. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of 93, 94, Reg, what's your four? Okay. When I die, fuck it, I want to go to hell because I'm a piece of shit. It ain't hard to fucking tell. (laughs) Shout out to Suicidal Thoughts. Damn. I'm ready to die. I'm sick of niggas lying. I'm sick of bitches talking. Matter of fact, I'm sick of talking. Oh, big! Okay. Hey, yo, big! <laughs> if you don't want the nigga all on the racket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a song, though. Yeah. I'll, I catch myself nodding and jamming it, but at the same time, it's sad because it's like, damn. That's how you feel, big? I swear to God, I feel like that was fucking calling me. But you wouldn't. Nah, you wouldn't man. understand. Oh, no, nah, Talk to me, man. <laughs> All right, By the way, it's crazy, man, because you go back and listen to that. I was jamming because Allie wanted to hear some Tupac the other day when we was riding around, and so I had to slap. I see Duff around the corner, and I'm like, dang, man, these cats are talking that deaf stuff, and what happened? Man. Hey, I was I play, had the pleasure of introducing Biggie to Leslie, and I was like, and it's like you know, oh, I blew up like the World Trade, and I was like, oh, this this was before nine eleven, and she was like, oh, I was like, yeah, it's real ominous actually. <laughs> like, oh no, I don't no, know the, if you remember, the World Trade, but they had, had, a, had, a they had a bombing before that. <laughs> oh, for real? No, I was yeah. a child, so I did not. Yeah. No, I did not remember yeah, that. Yeah. They had a bomb, so the World Trade blew up. And then it blew up again. Damn. Do what? Yeah. I'm not going to say that. That's just disrespectful. I'm just saying, fool me once, just, shame on you. Just keep trying to throw Reggie these alley oops, man. Just keep doing it, Thomas. Keep doing <laughs> Never it. Never forget. Hey, bro, you can call me Luka Doncic. I'm out here throwing ball like just lobs up here. Slob City. That's all I'm saying. For the wrong reasons. Number four, Reggie. No, it's four for you, Chris. Oh. Number four for me, then. <laughs> My number four was Suicidal Thoughts. Number four for me. Who the hell is this? Paging me at 5.46 in the morning. Crack a dog in. Now I'm yawning. And I'm yawning. Wipe the cold Wipe the... See oh, who's okay. this? Paging me. And why? And why? I'm sure I messed that up. <laughs> but warning coming in at number four. It's my nigga Pop from the barbershop. Nah, yeah, I love when storyteller. Nah, I love with disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say them. <laughs> Scooby to some niggas that you knew from back then. <laughs> oh man. I heard about the crib. You got your moms of Florida, the Florida, the fifth quarter. Call the quarter. Yeah. Gonna be a lot of slow singing yeah, and the flower breaking if my burglar alarm starts freaking. Shout out to the video. Shout out to Puff at the end of the song on the album. All on the record. 
You got it's it all in the video. <laughs> my number four. My number four. You can get ready to say those three words again, I'm sure. Biggie, 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 can't you see? Somehow your words just hypnotize me. Hypnotize. I just look. No, that was top five, but much respect. Yeah, like I said, another another radio. I was worried song. that was going to be your number one. <laughs> Absolutely not. If you know me, my number one was assured because there's one one song that I will rep harder than any other song by Biggie, and it is not any. I guess it still might be a main song, but it's I not like you with real me one of these ones. I gotta go. I just gotta go. I sixty swiftly. Record by a new one. You, you just be making run, words run, up. Run, run, run. <laughs> Look at this. I mean, I ain't making up. But yeah, Hypnotize, number four, you know, another major radio single. But hey, it is what it is. You know, it still bumps. They still play it today. No, nah, Hypnotize slaps. You know, it's got more love for slap. album cuts. There's some album cuts I just have some more, more love for. That's all. Reg, uh, you got poetry on your list at three or what? Trace. Nah, man, my number three is the farthest thing for poetry. Nigga, you ain't got to explain shit. I'm a robber motherfucker since the slave shit. (laughs) We can save that. We can save that. So, Chris, (laughs) what is your number three? Number three. Number three. I'll throw you a popular one, Thomas. B I G P O P P A. No info. Announced. So, my number three, guess what? It's probably the other major radio single you know. I love it when you call me Big Papa. Throw your hands in the air. Your personation. You sound more like Gotta start breathing oh. heavy. Oh. You sound like Fuzz Albert. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, Big Papa, number three. Hey, did you hear Leslie with that line? What's your name? What's your sign? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I creep up from behind. That's exactly why I had my speaking of creeping up from behind <laughs> and asking you what your interests are. Who you be with, <laughs> things that make you smile. What, what numbers, numbers to dial? dial? You gonna be with your crew? <laughs> Did you call your crew? Y'all fell through after two? Hey, we you gonna be here for a while? It's definitely yeah. a question every day is asked. <laughs> I just gonna be here for a while. You ain't lying, dog. Hey, where you gonna be with the club let out? <laughs> <laughs> Where y'all going after this? Where yeah, y'all going after this? We bar. looking for some fun. Where are you going after this? <laughs> what, hey, what y'all about to get into? <laughs> we looking for some fun. <laughs> yeah, we, we looking for some fun. We just want to have some fun. I would say his name, but it sounded like he was looking for that yayo. <laughs> Speaking of that yayo, though, Yo, what's number two? Reg. Play a hater. Lay on the ground. Talk about all on the record. I didn't realize how much he was on the record until I listened to it again today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
One of the first songs in the long lineage of rapper singing. Shout out to Fonte on the minstrel show, taking it to the ultimate level. Shout out to Bass. But what a beautiful, beautiful song. And that's Let's play a hater from life after death. Together on this Robin Spring. Well, Just you. <laughs> that was the jam, man. That was a jam. Straight up. As well, soon as you hear it, it brings back memories of good times and everybody can sing along. What's your number two, Chris? Can we all sing along? Yes. Please join me. Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis. But I was dead, but it couldn't fix this. 50-inch screen, money, green leather sofa. Got two rides, a limousine with the chauffeur. Four bill about two G's flat. No need to worry, my accountant handles that. I got a question, man. Yeah. What? what was the weight on that 50-inch TV back there? Maybe like a oh, ton? That had to be at least <laughs> 600 pounds minimum. <laughs> Here's the other question, too. That I was like, that's the epitome of wealth right there. I got a Super Nintendo and a Sega Genesis, motherfucker. What you oh, got? Okay. Hey, I know that TV had to be built in the wall, literally. That's the only way that bug was holding up, son. Now they had reinforcement on the ground. It was a chimney. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, Juicy coming in at number two. And yes, I would have gotten the bad boy house ASAP because I knew the lyrics to that song. Would you have walked up for the cheesecake? Hell yeah, and I would have got me a piece. Nope, that wasn't an option. Yes, I would have walked to get that cheesecake. Would you have did your taxes? And chopped up some onions. <laughs> oh, you just gonna chop onions, man? What man gonna chop a onion? <laughs> hey, man, you just gonna do your taxes? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cambodian goat milk, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, shout out to Juicy, man. The song that really put Biggie on the map for a lot of people. Although I knew about Biggie before that. Thomas, what is your number two? My number two, keep, I kept saying 1990 for a reason. Because in 94, 5, 6, if you ask Thomas, hey, who's your favorite rapper? I'm going to tell you. Have you seen the music videos? Who's rocking the flies gear? Who's got the coolest shit going on? Who's got people always in the back of their videos? Okay? Now, All I'm going to give video. you a The answer to my to who I would have liked is maze, same old pimp, a nothing ain't changed with my lip. That's yeah, I was <laughs> oh, okay. about maze, a thousand percent maze was my my dude when I was a child. Oh, and because of that, no, no. I, yeah, exactly. They want from me. It's like the more <laughs> we come across, the more problems we see. <laughs> exactly. More money, more problems. My number two, hundred percent. Because oh. maze. And Biggie killed it, you know. And Diddy, that song, come on, and you could be still, man. I don't know you. I'm coming. And I'm telling you, I wanted every outfit 
the amazing duty hat. Oh, you wanted the shiny video. suit? Wanted the shiny yes. suit? I wanted that shiny blue suit with the white Air Jordans, just like out there dancing, just like, yeah, what's up, bro? Like, yes, I wanted that. I was five hey, years old. Shout out to Kelly Price. I hope she got paid. Shout out to Carl Thomas. I hope he got paid. One. 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 Since we're talking Diddy and Bad Boy. Reggie, what's your number one Biggie song? My number uno. Never let no one know how much though you hold. Because you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> one. It's number the Tanky Crack of Number one to me. Never get high on your own supply. supply. Never sell to- crack where you rest at, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Dude, we talk about else. the Ted Crack Commandment yes. from Life After Death. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, that. Come on, man. It's if a you perfect ain't got song. Got the clientele say hell no, because niggas want their buddy race lead hell snow. Hell snow. <laughs> My line was money and blood don't mix like two dicks and no bitch. Buy yourself a serious shit. Yeah, honorable mention for me. What do you mean, honorable mention? Yeah, nigga, honorable mention. Because my number one is different than both of y'all's. Because I don't do crack, so I don't need to know what the 10 crack commandments are. But I would also like to point out that my number one, you know. But what I found interesting, I was what I need to be presented without a child. I have a good imagination. And what I like about a good rapper or storyteller is being able to help me visualize exactly what is happening in a song. And Biggie had a real good way about presenting armed robbery to me in the coolest possible way, you know, you could ever think of. Hiccup, hiccup, it's a stick up, stick up, and, and I'm shooting, shooting niggas quick if you pick up. Hey, I love this song. Give me the loot, number one. This was my number one, Good no matter what. Yeah, nigga. Hey, give me them. Give me them gold pendants and number one mom pendant. Yeah, that I'll be taking that shit with your earrings and bangles. Oh, but I couldn't say my Kendrick Lamar line, but you can say the line where you say I don't give a fuck if you. (laughs) (laughs) Now I got to do the reverse sound effect on there, like Diddy did. I don't give a fuck if you. If you give me some resistance, block up, block up, block up. Man. So go and get your man shit. He can get robbed too. Tell him Biggie took it. What the fuck he gonna do? Dude. I, I hope, hope I have to set it. Because if <laughs> I have to set it, that Blake, Blake will forget it. What if your man is robbed? Shout out to that yeah. sample. In yeah, there. that was my number three for a reason, man. That's an all-time song, man. Classic. Classic. Well, Red, with your honorables. Wait a minute. I ain't did my number one. We didn't get Chris's one. Oh, I thought your one was 10 Crack Commandments. No, that was Red. That was my one. one. What's your number one? Number one. Oh, oh. A nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had to pair of leaves. The pinstripes in the gray. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. My niggas flirt. I'm showing cycles on my shirt. And alligators. You want to see the inside? I'll see you later. Here come the drama. Oh, that's a nigga with the fake. 
Why you push me in your place? Shout out to Sky's the Limit coming in at number one. Shout out to Room 112 where the players dwell. But you keep on, just keep on pressing on. Yeah, that's the song that grows on me now. Every time I bump life, have, have, what, you want, have what, what you want, be what you want, have what you want, be what you want. <laughs> Shout out to 112, man. Also, an honorable mention. <laughs> man, that was my verse. Get my daughter this college plan so she don't need no man. Biggie had lines, man. Shout out to Biggs. Yeah, I think this whole topic lines. Now with your that's, honorables. <laughs> that's a great transition to my first honorable. Fuck my moms and my girl. My, my life, life is played out like, like a Jerry, Jerry girl. girl I'm I'm ready ready <laughs> yes, I'm ready. <laughs> yes, I'm ready to die from the, I guess, appropriately named album, Ready to Die. <laughs> and then... The One More Chance remix. Okay. Give me that remix. Also from Ready to Die. And then from Life After Death, the world is filled with pimps and hoes. <laughs> Talk about those I know. I know. <laughs> Make it hot. Make it hot. <laughs> Shout out to Too Short, the one and only. And then you Nobody. Until okay. somebody kills you. Okay. From you life push after death. Push the fattest five, have the biggest dick. But when you shuck it, you over with. Just a memory. Remember, he used to push the champagne range. Okay. You're nobody. All right, Chris, your honorable. Oh, Chris. You be going all day on that one. Niggas in my back shit don't like. Okay. Questions. All right. For me, see, we'll see if y'all know this because Thomas don't know it. So, Reggie, see if you know it. Uh, today's agenda got the suitcase up in the, in the center on the Route 112. <laughs> tell a block of center. Okay. Niggas bleed coming in there. Niggas bleed just like us. All right. Okay, we'll do this Bitch one for you Thomas. Me being scared. <laughs> we'll do this one for Thomas. Oh. Uh, Sicker than your average. Pop a twist. Pop a twist. Cabbage off instinct. Niggas don't think shit's think Big Gators. Big my Detroit, my Detroit players. players. Tim's from my hooligans in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Damn right. right. The head right. Played in. Right. right. That's it. The ties. All right. Big Papa. I ain't going to sing that. You already sang that earlier. <laughs> okay. Give me the loot. We already did that. Oh, here you go, Reggie. I make your mouth pee so beast like Della Reese. When I release, <laughs> you lose teeth like little C's. Nigga, oh, please, God. blood flood your dungarees. And that's just the half of my war path. Laugh now, cry later. My style greater than the average player hater of spectators. Buy my CD twice. Shout out to Long Kiss. Good night, man. Rizzo show naked ass on that beat, dog. Man, don't you love it when Rizzo just make the beat and don't say nothing? See, Shut up. That's Stop with your hate. And then one more, because I got again. Gotta let it show. I love the double <laughs> All right. Shout out to the commission. Oh, I know. I didn't, even, put in, uh, I didn't even do uh, what's beef. That's crazy. Not have what's beef in there. 
I got mm. for my honorable mentions, surprisingly, some songs that were not listed. So I got Big Booty Hose, nastiest song. But hey, excuse me, get into it. Yeah, come again. Big what was that? Was that? Was that? I'm not good with albums. I looked at the albums and I was like, Big "Oh, I remember the song. Oh. It's good." Yeah. What did you Look say? It up right now. I've Hold never on. heard of this song. I've never heard of no song called Big Booty Hoes. Let's see. Oh, it's on Born Again. That's why you don't listen to it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I also got Who Shot You? Okay. Hey, I'm not even going to do it with Audible like that, but okay, he came back when I shot you. Separate <laughs> I got this thing here. I can't believe it's doing about Big Booty Ho. I was off a board again. I've heard of that at all. Continue. He is risen. He is risen. I listened to all of Biggie's tapes to see what songs I was like, hey, am I missing anything? Also got uh, Sky's the Limit, 10 Crack Commandments, and Notorious Thugs to round out my own mentions. Nothing but the gangsters. Nothing but the gangsters. It's Bone and Biggie, Biggie. It's Bone and Biggie, Biggie. It's Bone and Biggie, Biggie. Hey, shout out to Biggie. Let's ride, let's ride. Let's ride. Ain't nothing like money in a Ziploc bag. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Shout out to Joker to Bill Bosby, man. <laughs> the greatest shout out we've ever given on this show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention. Uh, is it time? It's time. It's time. It's time. It's it's time for the final say. The final say. Hey, well, speaking of speaking on it, my topic is twofold. It's happy and then it's even happier. So I wanted to say that it's all relative, but it's happy and it's happier. First thing, we'll start happy. I know Reggie hasn't noticed, but the Rangers have turned it around, guys. They're actually like closer. They're closer. I saw them whooping up on the Royals. Closer, the Royals aren't competition. They're actually really disappointing and sad. Christmas so, picks for the Royals. They made us look the playoffs good. Looks hilarious. The more and more you look at it, when Chris was like, "I'm gonna have the Royals in the playoffs." Ah, wrong. Oh, but okay, we took this too far. There's no way in hell I said the Royals. Chris didn't put the, the Royals in the playoffs. I believe wild card two or three. You said no. He did not say the Royals. No. Either way, Rangers are doing better. They're like I believe sixteen and nineteen. They're climbing back up and close to 500. The pitching has actually been much improved, which is nice to see. Uh, I just wanted to give that. I don't hate on the team. I just speak realistically. They're doing a lot better. They're getting stronger. They aren't a disappointment this much anymore. I'm enjoying that. And then my happier note that we're going to finish on is let's go fucking Mavs. Yeah, we got punched in the jaw in game one, but we're in the Western Conference Finals, baby. Come on. Let's get it. We got Luca. We got shooters. We got what we need. We don't have DeAndre Ayton or Rim Protector. We need to upgrade. I don't need to get rid of Dwight Powell. Reggie's least favorite Maverick in the history no, of time. No, no, but no, no, no. I've said the same thing for the last five years. Ray Powell would be a great eighth player. He should be a backup five. But nobody hustles and bustles like him. 
He's the PJ Tucker on our team. And, okay, and you want PJ Tucker starting for you? He starting for everybody else. <laughs> that I'm liking I, Dallas, and I like the Mavs. And yeah, we got punched in the mouth, but we can come back strong. I'm not giving up on our boys hey, yet. Easy money from here on out, man. Nobody expected us to make it. That's what I'm saying. We already exceeded expectations. We, you know, we beat the Suns. We'll get swept. Nobody picked us to beat the Suns. So, and for some reason, I was like saying, I was like, we our players for some reason, especially if on the road, always start game one. And game two slow generally from like shooting threes, and then they get home. They're like, "Oh yeah, we can actually shoot threes and make." Role them. players always that. play better at home. That's what we. But I just want to shout out the Mavs and the Rangers. Shout out, you know, been doing well lately. Yeah, shout out to the Rangers at 17-19, six games behind first place. Royals 14-23, seven and a half games behind first place. Means the Rangers won today, because I, you know, sixteen was I believe what we had yesterday. So good job. Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I like Texas sports being quality. You know, it's always nice to watch. Reg, what's your final say? My final say. He talked about sports. I'm talking about sports, but I'm talking about a sport I never talked about before. Because it's a sport I never cared about before. Da, 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 but then I got hooked. And I started watching Drive to Survive oh. on Netflix about F1. And I tell you that to this day, Lewis Hamilton, you'll still never catch me watching the F1 race. I'm not interested, but the show is very interesting. So I want to do a Reggie recommends. Lewis Hamilton. Shout out Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton. Hamilton, the black. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton is definitely the Tiger Woods of the sport. Shout out to Max for stepping. Fuck Max, Max for stopping is definitely a, a great. Shout out to Phil Nicholson. Phil Nicholson is who Verstappen is. That's who you're. You're literally shouting out Phil Nicholson right now. I'm just shouting out the races I know today. The one I grew Stappen up. Stappen is like the the Dutch Russell Westbrook. Hey, the one uh, I grew up on. Shout out Juan to Pablo Arizona. Montoya. Go back and watch his documentary if you it's want to watch for the great. Just Aaron Center, check them out. Oh, yeah, there's great movies about F1, like uh, Rush, yeah, Rush. That's all about to say the one with Thor, uh, Barazimo. Yeah, Rush is a great movie, and then watch the real versus Ferrari is a a great movie. Mm -hmm. Driven with Stallone, Aaron Center is the one. Go watch that. Watch Driven with Sylvester Stallone is fucking terrible, but you watch that. I did. Chris, what's your final say? Well, I thought Reg was going to touch on it, but I'll touch on it. The Lord Stanley Cup playoffs. Why would Reg touch on that? He's in last place. And How deep y'all going to let place. it in? How deep y'all going to let it go before y'all get the twins like 10 minutes to come on and talk hockey? I'm waiting on Never. y'all to put them on. Never. The girls got to do a show. We got the spouses do the show. The girls got to do a show with topics. <laughs> okay. So if you listen to this, Auto Savannah, it's yours. But yeah, to get it together. Yeah, shout out to your boy. Second place behind Thomas. I don't know how Thomas is ahead of me. Cause I'm good. Who'd you pick, Thomas? Eric Colorado beating Florida in the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. I think I have Colorado playing Tampa Bay. 
and I have Tampa Bay winning. I had the Good Stars luck. and the Penguins. <laughs> you got to let down you have the stars. Time. You have the stars beating the Penguins, to be clear. Yeah, I like the Penguins because I used to play with them on the game. They had Mario Lemieux. They had Yarmir Yager. They had another nigga that was good, too. I'm sorry, another another hockey player that was good, too. Another white. That's how it's pronounced. <laughs> oh, my God. No, nah, I'm sure they wasn't American, man. It ain't too many of them that's good. Canadians, bro? That's still American. You know they're from nah, North America. Canadian is not American. Let's watch it now. Hey, right, they're even wider. Shout out to the brothers who are still left in the playoffs right now. Shout out to the man Darnell Durst. Shout out to okay. the man Ryan Reeves. Shout okay. out to the other man, Keandre, whatever his name is, it's on the Rangers. Gotta give a shout out to who am I missing, Thomas? Popeye Jones Jr. Nah, Seth he's, Jones, he's, he's not in it. He's not in it. He's with the Blackhawks. Uh, who else am I missing? I can't remember if there's one on Tampa Bay or Florida. I think there's one on Florida, right? Randy Moss the second. <laughs> yeah, anyway, shout out to all of them representing, man. And uh, go, go Ning. I don't care. I just want to win. I just want to win the Lord's the Stimson Cup. The Lord Stimson Cup. Oh, and I love Chris, that idea. The promos have been really dope for the NHL. Whatever they doing, they need to keep doing that because they promo. We should do them. that with more meaningless sports that I don't watch. Like next time there's a horse race, you should do a bracket. Oh, there's the Preakness. Ain't the Preakness this weekend? Yeah, Belmont's. Let's, let's pick horses. Hey, don't you watch? You watch, uh, I'm gonna say not pickleball. What you watch? The cornhole. Yeah, I watch professional cornhole. Professional cornhole. Could you, no imagine, could you imagine how that chick you said that? So, what do you do for a living? I play cornhole. It's funny because I watched it three times and now I just act like I actively. Look, <laughs> <laughs> okay. when I'm up getting ready for work at 3 30 in the morning and I turn on ESPN 2, cornhole. It's always there for you. I think on the weekends used to be Australian rules football late at night. When I'll be up late at night, I would turn on that before I go to sleep. Remember when they used to put slam ball on TV? That was the shit. No, the worst now is you ever you ever watch when they have the tag team on there when they do the tag? Oh, that's the worst, the absolute worst. It's a waste of time. They actually built arenas, Reggie, for this tag. For it's parkour. Tag. It's parkour tag. What do you mean? All it is. I mean, they you play mean the game tag. tag. I mean, they play no. the game tag. Adults? Yes, adults yeah. play tag. And they have parkour like stuff set up where they can like fly through shit. When you and, say like, they play tag, stuff. you mean like they run after each other to touch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next year. And a buzzer buzzers go off when you get touched. <laughs> and and next year. That's the ultimate doing, American gladiators. Next year, they're doing the extreme rules version where the person that's it. And none All of the people right. that, none of the yeah, he had to take it one level too far. We was good with real life. We laughed in real life. We enjoyed it. Hey, there's always one in every family, right? He had to build the bridge over the river. Well, like that. Know, we need to wrap this up before we really get censored by the FCC. And I don't know how you get censored on the podcast, but we're going to keep this moving. Make sure you follow us, Simpson Aid on uh, Twitter, Simpson Aid Easy on Instagram, Simpson Aid Easy at gmail.com if you want to hit us up there. 
Uh, make sure you submit your topics, like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and you can find me at Playmaker316 on Instagram and Twitter. Hot with 03 Jams, Kansas City's number one for hip-hop and R&B, 3 to 7, Monday through Friday on the Playmaker Show, kprs.com, or download that KPRS Hot with 03 Jams app. And while you're at it, go ahead and run up some streams on that 93 until it's permanent. Me and my boy said Slaughter, we got the album that you definitely want to hear. Go ahead and check us out. Fade Away would be a great song to listen to. Why the sun fades away while you're on that porch, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That Soraka. I would love to have a visual Jacka, for that song. Or the Jose. Oh, I would love to have visuals for that song. Long <laughs> <laughs> oh, pause. Shout out to one listener. And it's Rich, <laughs> aka Rich, exclamation point. And you can find me at livefromthis.com for, for the music. Livefromthat.com for the merch. Buy you something. And remember, yeah. we got special deals for people that own dogs. Just buy regular clothes real small and put them on your dog. Oh, y'all just can't make something for a dog. Okay. When the mug's coming. When we get mugs. Where are the mugs? Shout out to West Coast Rap in the 90s. The one and only DJ Mugs. <laughs> Cypress Hill. Send dog, you got some fire for I ain't going man. out like that. We ain't going out like that. We ain't going out. And I'm Thomas. And you can find me at Stimpy is King on Twitter. And you can leave me alone in my personal life. But if you would like a little bit more fun in your daily routine, I would recommend coming on over to Unqualified. 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 Uh, uh, yeah, come on over to Unqualified Observers. You know, we just recently dropped the Defending Your Life episode. Great movie with Meryl Streep and Albert Brooks. Uh, next week, if uh, the scheduling permits, you know, uh, we may have some guests on. I don't know. It depends all on, you know, how fuzzworthy they are. Hey, and Chris. Chris, get the yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you might want to come mosey on over next week. And also, never forget. You know forget. what a water burger is, Frank? And on that note, peace, baby. I'll go watch Lady in Red before I go watch Lady Vanishes. Lady in Red. Okay, that is ridiculous. That's one of the stupidest things <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I need a shot for that. Yo, don't know the song Lady Red, man. I know the damn song. We not gonna go on, man. What, what was that, Thomas? I'd rather watch Lady Red, Red. than Lady Fetishes. That's right. <laughs>